name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I was walking across the parking lot of uh, the local grocery store, and a girl had just gotten in her car and she was backing up and she looked over at me and she gave me a very nice smile and it wasn't a you know a come hither it was just a real friendly just happiness smile and i was like that's nice right just a smile just as you know people don't we don't smile enough right so it's just a nice smile then i got a little closer and all i'm saying is either her car runs on hemp oil or she was as high as the day is long, and I, I'm speaking literally. It, she was as high as 24 hours is high because, my God, the smell. It just if you're that high where you're, it's just in a parking lot, free to go, and it's hanging out in a parking lot. This the scent. You've done some business, and I'm not. I'm not saying anything except to say the result was a smile. So could be not a bad thing except for driving high yeah i'm boy morally confused on that one it's been about a month since i've uh, podcasted and it was just a you know crazy month of the holidays and this and that but the last update was that i was uh, i thought i was getting a publishing contract and i did so the good news is that i signed the deal on New Year's Eve day. Is that cool? Like a just a just a last of 2022 day, just like, yeah, done. Sent it or they sent the contract over. So done, signed, initialed, boom, done. Hmm. Man, that was a little bit of a um a little bit of a thing that was. It's kind of tiring. You know, you do something for a while. Acting was the same way. I was like, I'm working steadily. So when is it going to get a little bit easier to get a job? And it just, the answer was never. And it was just like, what? One time I did a movie and I was on it for two months. And I thought it was like a, you know, decently big budget movie, big, big actors in. And I was on it for over two months, two and a half months. I come back from Houston and Washington, D.C. where it was shooting. I come back and I'm like, okay, I didn't have an agent at the time. I got the movie. Uh, it was a director that I had worked with. And so he auditioned me and I got the, got the part. Anyways, I got back and I thought, okay, well, I just came off a big budget movie, two and a half months, you know, recurring role on the movie, like throughout the movie, like, okay, this is going to be great. Like agents are going to be like, if some are going to be, yeah, 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 no, of course, of course we will sign you. You just got off a big, but nothing, nothing. Um, and I think age and my birthday was, you know, just over the holidays. Um, it's not a holiday, but it should be. Uh, and I am drinking my birthday scotch. However, my wife and she researches every year and finds me some awesome scotch. And this one was no exception. Glenn Goyne, for those of you paying attention, Glenn Goyne, G-O-Y-N-E. Their claim to fame is that they are the slowest distilling process of any scotch. They, not the aging they distill the slowest. So scotch is one of those things where the, the the winner is who does it the slowest. That's the winner. The winner, there's no, you know, speed. It's like I did it slower than you did. And that's there's not a lot of races in the world where that's the, you know, the mark of success. In any case, it's a fantastic 
whiskey. I'm not saying that. But I guess the where age is kind of cool is that I can you know, for a while was like, what in music too? Like I'd get a hit and then I'd be like, why do I have to keep struggling this much? And not only have I resolved myself more on re- resolve later, cause it's New Year's day today. Okay. I hate to date these episodes, but it's just what it is. Um, is that I don't care and I'm kind of okay with it. Kind of okay with continued struggle. Sort of keeps things in the present. Kind of keeps me appreciative. It kind of helps fill out that picture of being in a place where I can be thankful, you see? So that's kind of, I'm not going to, I don't complain about it. I'm like, yeah, that's my thing. That's just what I, for what, if it changes, great, but it's got, I have nothing to do with it. I just want to be like that girl who is just sitting in a cloud of vape in her car, smiling in a way that just says, you know, my shirt may be made out of hemp, but I am okay with the world in a general, very general, general way. And I think that's kind of cool. Uh, six true small stuff. Oh, so my book is on ultra running. So keep, keep, you know, so here's the thing about that. I've got work cut out, cut out of me now, right? Cut, I caught the work is cut out for me. Wow. And I'm writing a book and I just, just, I hope the language in the book isn't fumbled that badly. Anyways, I, it's due, it's written, but they, it's going to be a thing with editors and the whole thing. But anyways, good publisher, They've done other running books. It's right in the wheelhouse. I'm very excited about it. I'm really happy. It's a cool young group of people at the you know publishing house, and they're, they seem very excited about the book. But anyways, a lot of work, I think, coming ahead because I'm supposed to turn it in in June. Well, <laughs> oh, man. You right? Okay. But anyways, um, thanks and show notesies. Uh, which means, hey, thank you for people who support me on Patreon and for everything else about me. You just check those show notesies. You just go down and clicky, 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 and you get to see stuff about stuff. Working with three new clients right now. Very excited about it. Man, I just love that work. The client work is great and have a lot of classes at the resort. So it's all kind of happening in a busy way, which is kind of cool. The title of this episode is forthcoming, and I'll tell you why, because I don't know the title. And that's because there was a few things swirling around uh, my old noggin, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to just pinpoint on. So the title, when you see the, the, when you look at it, that's the title was after I recorded the show, because I don't know what's going to happen. I'd never like to do, like, I don't want to do an episode on gratitude on Thanksgiving. It's too, it's too easy. Likewise, I don't want to do a, an episode on resolutions on New Year's Day. But I'm kind of gonna. And that's because I have, you know, I, I'm, I'm mixed feeling on resolutions. I think, you know, it's sort of trendy now to say, screw resolutions. I'm not anti-resolution. I'm just anti-resolutions that are setting you up for failure. And so more on that in a second. But exploring themes of versatility, adaptability, and also taking a hard look at what we're, and this is sort of the crux of what I was going to go into, taking a hard look at what we're most resistant to in our lives, what we're most resistant to. And then looking at it in a way such that we see if it's fear of the thing or disinterest, like I'm afraid to write a novel or I'm resistant to working on the novel, but then taking some time to really look at that resistance, kind of explore it 
and say, is it because I'm just afraid to write a novel and because I'm afraid of the response that I might get or that I'm not going to be good and if I don't write it, I don't know that if I'm not, I don't know that I'm not good. I won't find that out. You know, obviously you could find out you're good. So, you know, but that's never right. Um, so if it's fear or if you look at it and you go, you know, why am I so resistant to write a novel? I don't really care. I don't really want to know. It's, I don't really, not that I don't want to know, but I don't really want to write it. It's not my thing. And that's how liberating each of those things is, right? Because if it's fear, then we go, okay, I, and I do believe this, that some of the things that we're most resistant to are things we should check out. And I, in fact, I would say all the things we're most resistant to, we should check out. It just means that we don't have to do, it does, I love people go, the thing that you're most resistant to, you should do. It's like, no, that's not true every time. But I think there's some things that we are that sort of stick out in our day to day that we are resistant to, and I think creativity is definitely falls into the resistance realm. We are, we tend to be pretty. It's so personal, you know, art and creativity, and even just writing a book like I'm writing, it's a personal thing, and it's there's some fear there, and I it's good for me to know because then it helps me chart my path into making that book and being aware where fear potentially is in the way of the book becoming what I want it to be. And I think when any people are pursuing any kind of creation, whether it's sort of, you know, art painting kind of thing or writing a nonfiction or writing a novel, et cetera, et cetera, or music or whatever, that if there's some resistance there and it's fear-based resistance, that it can be the very thing that we sort of push harder on that we kind of move into consciously. So again, that little game of me getting in a cold tub, you know, resistance. It's like, yeah, I'm doing that kind of because of the resistance, you know, because it's a mental honing exercise. But in the creation sphere, the things we're resistant to can be energy sucking. And I think that when we look at those things, we can, in effect, free up energy, free up our lives. Um, one, of, one of my favorite books on resistance in general, yeah, and I was going to title this episode Resistance Training, but then I just did that overtraining episode, so I felt like it was redundant. I didn't do it, uh, or I'm not going to do it anyways. Um, but The War of Art, if you haven't read this book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, I, lo- I really like this book. But here's a, um, a quote out of the book I wanted to read to you. Rationalization, rationalization, okay, is resistance's right-hand man. Its job is to keep us from feeling the shame we would feel if we truly faced what cowards we are for not doing our work. And it's the rationalization, I think, that when we look at the things that we're most resistant to, we might see that we are also, in effect, rationalizing not doing those things. Well, I don't have time to write a novel. You know, I'm not really, it's, you know, it's a pie in the sky thing to write songs. It's just sort of a thing. It's not really, I mean, it's not really, really want to do it. And Every time that we step into the rationalization uh, arena, we are keeping ourselves from our, our lives. And, and I think that there are solutions, real solutions. Of course, I'm a small stepper. So first, it's like write your novel for two minutes a day. And by the way, commit to not showing it to anybody for a while or ever. I mean, you know, like it's not because, you know, the writing of it and the creating of what we create is incredibly effective in improving our in general in our lives in general i mean i've seen 
I've seen clients improve their eating habits because they remove the resistance and rationalization around something that they want to be working on that they've been convincing themselves that they can't or they don't want to or they don't have the time to. And that's being expressed in unhealthy behaviors, food, one of them. And when they embark on doing the thing that they're most resistant to, guess what? No, No need so much to distract and to ra- and to be into the unhealthy behavior realm because they're they've liberated themselves from that from that resistance and from that conflict. So if I'm if I'm looking into the new year's resolution world, of course I am anti anything like I'm going to lose 5 pounds cuz it's insane and it's a distraction and why bother and it's stupid. It's just it's look that's my look I like to I I speak in a lofty way. I'm not going to apologize. It's stupid. But maybe a New Year's resolution is twofold. An effective New Year's resolution is twofold. The first, maybe a general, powerful, non-rigid resolve. See, when we do the five pounds or we do the I'm going to eat no sugar, which is ridiculous if we... It's rigid. So maybe the first of the twofold resolution that I'm sort of throwing out there to you is a general, powerful, non-rigid resolve to treat ourselves kinder. So the, so the first resolution is self-care, self-kindness, compassion to ourselves. That's number one. And then underneath that, the second resolution to approach the improvements all the improvements, all the things we want to do, all the things that we think if we did those things, our lives would be better or more in line with who we are or closer to the ideals that we have somewhere in our brains that we know this is the life I'd love to be living that I'm not for some reason. And I don't know, I'm resistant to doing the very things I know would make me happier, eating better, exercising, creating all those things I've listed a thousand times in in these shows. And the second resolution, again, to approach all those improvements, any and all of those improvements that we want to make in our lives in this way, in a way that honors the first resolution, approaching the improvements that we want in our lives in a way that honors the first resolution of self-kindness. So if we treat ourselves well first, and then we embark on improving ourselves, but then treat ourselves well in our efforts to make our lives better, we win on every level. Our lives are better. Our lives become better, but they're better along the way to that end. And on that end, I wish everybody a happy 2023 and, um, Thanks for listening to this podcast. It's been a lot of fun so far. I'm digging it and excited to get my new book rolling and my record that I'm getting ready to wrap up pretty soon, I hope. So cool things in the works. And I wish that for everybody to do things that bring you that are that you're passionate about and that you that you can pursue and that you do the work to even potentially get to the place where you can pursue those things in a very, very real and meaningful way. Happy New Year, everybody. If you want to run away with me, pack your things and come with me. We'll 
finally see what it is to be free. If you wanna spend your life with me, cut your ties and come with me. We'll disappear quiet. You can cross that line Mix your dreams with mine Just the idea Is heaven 